folks. Welcome to one more edition of Politics Done Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being here with us. Look, you guys have been watching the news. Crime rate is going through the roof in Houston. That's what you hear on TV. And you know what? We have some wonderful judges that got elected in 2018. And somehow in 2022, they're telling you these guys have been letting out people on bail. They have been filling the streets up with criminals. Criminals have been going back out there and killing and killing and killing. That is the story that you have been told. That is a story a derelict media has allowed to, to grow. That is something that we have to put a stop to. What do we do here at KPFT? We bring you the true story. I am honored today. I am honored today to have Juanita Jackson. Juanita Jackson is a lawyer, but she's also running for Judge uh, Harris County Criminal Court 10 Judge. Welcome to Politics Done Right, Juanita. How are you doing today? I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much for this opportunity to, for me to set the record straight uh, for my colleagues and for the citizens of Harris County to really know what's going on. Yeah, I think you want to be a little closer to the mic. A little mic. closer well, look, to the mic. Uh, now, see. let me tell you, Juanita, mm -hmm. um, let me first tell our audience how I came about, how, how I found you. Yes. Uh, I watch all social media because, I mean, that if we want to know why, why people think the way they think, why they do what they do, we have to make sure that we are in the sphere where everybody is. Right. TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere. So I scan those continuously. And who pops up on my screen? Juanita Jackson. Me. And Juanita Jackson has this great TikTok that explained in detail the entire bail bond issue and the issue about people getting released on bond and somehow committing crimes. And somehow these great judges that we have here in Harris County, they're responsible for the problem. And that's the narrative that's been out there. That's, that's the false narrative, because the bottom line is that we have to understand that it, uh, they're trying to distract people and, and they're fear mongering and they are creating a situation around the entire country. Right. And needed to find someone to blame. And the easy thing is to do when you're trying to usher one party out is to blame that party. Exactly. The fact is that, yes, in 2019, 2021, crime was up. Crime was up the entire country. Right. Crime was up everywhere, even small town USA, right. because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. It's not any one particular's fault. It was up. Uh, we've got to deal with that. But the reality is we have good judges that have uh, been in place, brought in in 2018, that have worked really hard. And we finally got a handle on crime and crime is on the way down. Exactly. And but if you watch the news, you don't see it. So before we get into that, I mm -hmm. want to remind everybody that this is a call in show. If you have some questions for Juanita, give us a call at 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. And let's let's dispel the and, and you know, I'll, I'll just outright say it. Let's dispel the lies that's permeating the entire Harris County the uh, uh, and these judges that have actually been doing very 
good work. Harris County is a county of over 4 million people. Okay. And I I don't want to diminish those who've been affected by crime. Crime is bad. They've been affected by it. But let's get the numbers right and let's get, let's appropriately address the issues. Juanita, what I want, how I want to start this is I want to ask you, first of all, what is a bail, a a bail bond? What is it? So a bail bond is, um, designed in our law that is a, we are one of the few countries, there are only mm-hmm. two countries in the civilized world that still does a cash bond system. Mm-hmm. And our law says that if you're accused of a crime and you are innocent until proven guilty, uh, to assure your appearance, to come to court, to to go through the process of your trial, in exchange, you can leave a certain amount of money mm-hmm. uh, in, to the court registry mm-hmm. in exchange and your, your promise to appear. Right. Now, there are bail bond companies that take a percentage of that or that you can pay them a percentage mm-hmm. instead of the full amount because most people don't have the full amount. Right. And the bail bond companies, that is their fee. And they will put up the they will put up the collateral or mm-hmm. the money for you for that bond. And that mainly just means and you're telling the court that I will show up to court. So in other words, the the judge assigns a certain bond that you have to meet to get out of jail. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can't cover that. So you give some sort of a collateral or whatever to a bondsman or bondsperson. That bond person pays the entire bill to the state for... Well, technically, they don't pay the entire bill. They have credit. They have gone through a step and they don't pay the bill. They're just putting up... Their their word that if something happens they will they pay. will pay that the amount of, right. if, if that if that uh, person skips town or right. something they'll put up that money the bail bond does that now um, one other question though uh, when you pay your bail bond for that that address do you do they keep that ten percent or whatever yes, that is their fee and they never you never get that and back. right and they're never really put up money and give money to the county so they just there's it's just the only time they have to give up money to the county is in the rare situations and they're very rare mm-hmm. where someone never comes back to court right and they don't come back to court and they're never arrested so that really favors already when if you have a cash bond system that favors one who has money and the reality is one who has money does not determine criminality or not. Exactly. That's the whole point. And part of what's happening and why the media is getting it all confused is people have mistaken um, bail reform. We use that term bail reform. Right. Um, many states, and I don't know the number off the top of my head in the last five years, mm-hmm. have done away with cash bail systems. Right. There are states, New York, New Jersey, uh, Los Angeles, that don't have it at all. Right. We were a little late in the game. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, what people need to understand in this whole thing with bail reform in 2019, mm-hmm. a federal court ruled that Harris County misdemeanor bail bond system was unconstitutional, was okay. illegal. The federal courts said, you've got to stop doing this. You've got to, as a county, stop making poor people have to put up money. There are so many cases. I've been doing this 24 years. I've been a criminal defense attorney and I can tell you terrible stories Mm -hmm. of poor people being charged with minor offenses that just didn't have $250. Right. And they either sat in jail, if they, if they were steadfast and they were determined that I'm not guilty Mm -hmm. and they'd have to sit in jail, they'd lose their job. I had clients that 
had lost their children to CPS because they couldn't make money. That's part of the lawsuit was a, a woman that spearheaded or was the face of the lawsuit was a single mom charged with driving with license invalid and just didn't have the poor $250. And she risked losing her children and losing her job. So that's the basis of bail reform, that it's no, um, it does not determine whether you're going to commit another offense or whether you have the money being poor um, should not make you have to sit in jail. Now, um, so now that you have that laid out, what exactly was this change in bail bond that you, after the Supreme Court or uh, told you that it was unconstitutional, what changes were made that all these folks are complaining about right now? So that's the problem is people are are blurring the lines. And what's the blur? The blur is the bail reform applied to misdemeanor cases. Mm -hmm. The, 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 um, O'Donnell case, specifically for the federal court said for nonviolent misdemeanors, mm-hmm. you cannot hold someone based on a cash system. So we no longer require if you got arrested for driving with license or invalid or or your 17 year old got arrested for shoplifting. Um, we no longer require you to put up money. So they do get what they call personal bonds, but there is a method to it. You are determined to look at risk, risk to the public, risk um, to the possibility of not. So we these things were already in our mm-hmm. laws. Let me let me let me get this correct for mm-hmm. you to understand. We already had laws in place, but prior to that, twenty eighteen, the judges weren't following the law. They were just locking people up. They weren't. They were not getting bail. Hearings. Our law requires you to set bail mm-hmm. based on a person's likelihood to to come to court and their ability to pay and public safety. And that was Texas law, correct? It has always been Texas law now, as far as I've been practicing so, 24 years. So if this is, if we're talking, uh, if we vigilant, yeah, I got it. If we are talking that this is Texas law. Mm-hmm. Who writes Texas law again? The legislature, which is mostly Republican held. So this law has been in place. The difference was judges were not following the law. That resulted in the lawsuit. So now where the things get blurred is that the other side is now saying, oh, we've got Democrat judges and they're letting all these people out. Well, the Democrat judges are following the law. The law. After having been sued for not following Following the the law. law. And therefore, if any law needed to be changed or if any blame needed to to be applied to whatever it is our judges are doing in Harris County, that belongs to the legislature to make that change. So, folks, go ahead. So so the differences in where people are getting blurred is that that. The law and the changes affected misdemeanors. Mm -hmm. And there are so many studies out there now Mm -hmm. that have said that this misdemeanor bail reform is working. Lower recidivism for misdemeanor cases. People are showing up to court. They have a higher percentage of cases getting resolved. The misdemeanor bail reform is working. Perfect. It worked. It is working in its design. But the where people are getting confused is on felony bail. Mm-hmm. There is no felony bail reform. Felonies, you still got to put up money. You still got to make collateral. You still have to go through a process. Now, what I will tell you is prior to 
again, just in the misdemeanors and the felonies, the law was not being followed by the previous judges Mm -hmm. that required a true bail hearing. So now judges are having bail hearings. And also there are what people get, oh, they just let this person out. It was charged with murder. Well, let me make it very clear to all the listeners. Texas law says that everyone is entitled to a bail except in very, very few situations. The one situation is capital murder, Mm -hmm. not entitled to, but they're entitled to a hearing. Right. Okay. And two, uh, any other murder or violent uh, offense, they're they're not, they have to have a hearing. Okay. And in the hearing, there's specific rules that have to be followed. And I'm telling you, I've practiced 24 years and I knew those rules and I knew in Harris County, they were never followed, never followed. And now we have judges that because of lawsuits, et cetera, are requiring the state to follow them, requiring the district attorney. Because for example, one thing that people don't know is if you are out on bond, Mm -hmm. For any felony, say you're evading, Mm -hmm. evading uh, in a motor vehicle, and you now get picked up and you're charged later with the possession of controlled substance case. Well, the law says that you are still entitled to a bond, even on your new new case. But the state, if they want to hold you at no bond, they have to do several things. They have to file a motion within seven days. Mm -hmm. Seven days. The law. The law. Yes. And after that, the, they have to set it for a hearing and you're entitled to a hearing. And the hearing in the law says the state must present substantial evidence of your guilt for the new offense. So if you're out on bail, you commit another crime, you also get to go into a judge's office for a hearing mm-hmm. so that you can determine if another bail will apply to this new offense. Right. State law. State law. Written by? The legislature. All right. The reason I'm bringing this up, because that is one concept that a lot of the news media would use as well. Hey, this person was already out on bail. They came back in and they got out on bail again. You're following what again? The law. State law. Uh, Again, so... I, I, this is what drives me crazy with our 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 media, and this is why we are here. Mm-hmm. Uh, here is a lawyer explaining to us that these judges are simply doing what they were tasked to do: follow the law written in, in Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. If there's anyone to be blamed for how the system functions, turn your eyes on to. Austin, Texas. And given that we are in the voting time right now, mm-hmm. it seems to me like the if you don't like what you're seeing, you need to vote the people who are writing the laws out of office. Right. Or, or just bottom line. I mean, I'm not saying that that's not, the, but people need to understand it's, it's a bigger issue. It's not just, oh, this judge let this guy out. Well, let me, let me advise you. People have always been let out. Right. Let's be honest. You're sitting here and you see these ads that, oh, my loved one was murdered by someone that was out on bond for aggravated assault and now they've committed. And you know what? I feel for you. And it has happened. Mm -hmm. And it is sad when things like this happen. But the fact is it's always happened. Right. I can sit here for every single time that, and I'm not going to name his name, a, a media person has 
he's actually targeted five or six felony judges and claiming all of these outrageous things. Well, there are five or six Republican judges that have done the exact same thing before 2018. Well, I'm actually going to name names because one is a son of the lieutenant governor uh, current lieutenant governor, and this current lieutenant governor is running, and he's running on crime, and he's running on these issues as well. When his son, who was a judge, yes, judge, Ryan I, I tell you what, I, I, explain explain that issue. I, I'm not so trying to put you on the spot, it, but, but it's just this is what, I, and I'm not I'm not saying, what, and I hate to. I just need to point out it's happened. Even someone as learned as Ryan Patrick, he had a situation where he had a defendant in his court, was charged with a serious felony, gave him a bond, came before him, was charged with another murder. Right. And he was let out on bond. Right. Because the law. had to. Because ultimately, if the state cannot present enough evidence that shows that you're substantially guilty of the second, you're entitled to a bond. So let's make that clear. It's happened. We can we can give a long list of Republican judges. As I said in my TikTok, and what spearheaded it is that even former Republican judges are sitting here looking at these ads, and they're upset by it because they know that they are mischaracterizing the law. And that, as one Republican judge said to me, judges don't have crystal balls. All we can do is follow the law. And if the law is not adhered to by either the district attorney, because let's, and I'm not throwing anybody under a bus, but when we were all bombarded with so many cases due to COVID, Mm -hmm. The district attorney was losing DAs left and right. And things like motions, getting them filed within seven days, having a hearing within a certain amount of time, was they weren't happening. And the judge had no choice but to follow law and set a bond. But let me point this out. Bonds are higher now than they were eight years ago. Before 2018, Republican judges had what they call the bail schedule. Mm-hmm. It's the craziest thing I'm going to tell you. Our law says that you're supposed to have a bail hearing. Mm-hmm. They weren't doing it. A bail hearing, really, you came in and, and people can get online and look at these, quote, old bail hearings mm-hmm. that took 30 seconds. A defendant would stand before a magistrate. They'd say, you're charged this. They'd look at a sheet of paper and they'd say, oh, you're charged with this. They came up with this formula mm-hmm. and they just would set the bail. Had no information about the person's criminal history, about the person's ability to make the bond, about the person's uh, likelihood to commit another offense. They didn't know the person. They didn't do anything. It was just a, we came up with this chart. And if you were charged back then in 2018, and and trust me, if you were charged with murder, you got a $50,000 bond. Boom. They didn't ask you anything. It was just set. Da, 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 no question asked. You got a $50,000 bond. If someone made a good argument for you, maybe you were in custody a little while. You got a good attorney. And maybe they argued that it was you had no prior history, no anything. Your bond could be as little as 30000 Now, we're doing real hearings and bonds are being set at 100000 200000 We have people in Harris County Jail, I've never seen it before in my life, that are sitting on million-dollar bonds. Was never done 10 years ago. Nobody tells our public that. In fa- in, instead, we hear that this slate of judges that came into 2018, somehow they are more lenient with, which isn't the case at all. No, but the problem is, it's just this perfect storm of, of 
circumstances that mm-hmm. have led to these situations that people, the media has exploded about. You know, you've got these handful of cases, and I'm not denying that they're probably in the media talks. I think there's about six or seven cases mm-hmm. over the last four years that they've been highlighted, that people have been out on um, serious felonies and committed another serious felony. But it's about an issue of not they're entitled to a bond, but then what's happened that these people have made the bond. I used to tell people when I first started it, people couldn't make a $50,000 bond. Mm -hmm. You know, whenever I had, there were bonding companies that legally couldn't even, they had a limit as to how many bonds they could write. Mm -hmm. So if I had a client um, that was back in the day. I remember this, that when white collar crime was big, when they were doing the mortgage fraud, right. or if you had a white collar, and your wrong. bond was, if you were accused of stealing from a company mm-hmm. and you stole $400,000, I'm going to use this, the judge standard for your bond was the amount of money you stole. Wow. So if you stole $40,000 from your boss, your bond would be $40,000. If you stole $400,000, your bond would be $400,000. 400, yeah. There weren't bonding companies that could even write those right, bonds. Right. So you have cases of someone, and it's happened, mm-hmm. and we have cases that were accused of white-collar crimes, had bonds of $400,000, no, didn't look at their history of, or anything, mm-hmm. and were sitting in jail because they couldn't make those bonds. That is pathetic. But I mean, again, uh, earlier I, st- I, I told the audience, and by the way, folks, I, I forgot to give you the number again, 713-526-5738. If you have some questions on the bond issues, on the crime issues, give us a call, 713-526-5738. Una vez más, 713-526-5738. We're honored to have Juanita Jackson, who is running for Harris County Criminal Court number 10. But she was here mainly to tell us about this issue that many judges are unable to talk about or reluctant to talk about it. So uh, Juanita, this is one of the questions that I asked you. I said, wait a minute, why is it that all these new judges that came in 2018, to put it bluntly, I've spoken to a few of them. I've spoken to several of them and asked them, why don't you defend yourself? Why don't you get on air? Why don't you come on and say something? And they are all reluctant to speak until I heard what you had to say. What And what's that? So the issue is, again, we've got laws that are written. There are laws and ethics that judges must adhere to. And one of the biggest things is that judges cannot make statements mm-hmm. on and taking a position on legal issues, and they can't make any statements about any cases that could potentially be in their court or are in their court. Mm-hmm. So if you accuse a judge, I'm using this as an example, because what's going on now, we have another person in the media that is telling outright lies about several judges in cases that are in their court. And our laws say the judges can't comment. No, I, I don't want to put you on the spot, mm-hmm. uh, but um, I would like to know who to further investigate. So uh, who should I be <laughs> further investigating on that? I'll have to tell you off the air because he's a very devious media person and then I will be a target. Okay. So that's the problem that you have is that there are people that are un- unscrupulous in the media out there that know, one, that judges can't speak mm-hmm. on these things. So they can lie and they can do everything that they can to disparage these judges judges' names. Mm-hmm. And then two, they become very vindictive. Right. And there are many of them out there. And they're doing that now. They're even uh, 
quote, fake media people that are staging paid protests mm-hmm. that are paid by these judges opponents. Well, I, I, I want to I want to point out something to the audience. And by the way, welcome Paul Fleming and Persuasive Barrier. I want to point out something that's very important, folks. If you have judges right now that are running for this office for to be a judge, and this this has nothing to do with Miss Juanita Jackson here. This is politics done right making this statement. No judge that is currently misleading the audience, misleading Harris County citizens by making them believe things are the way they are not. They that should immediately disqualify them from being judges because it means they would be just as deceptive on the bench. And the last thing we want are deceptive judges on the bench. Juanita was not saying this. This is politics done right saying this. Those, if you are voting for any judge putting out those ads that are lying to you, that means they will lie to you in, in the court as well. RJ, come on in. Let's, let's see what you have to say, RJ. Talk to me. Any judge putting out uh, turn those... It, turn it down, RJ. Turn your radio down and then you can speak. Go ahead. You on? Yes, we're on. But RJ, please turn the volume down. Thank you. Gotcha. Yes. Hello. Go ahead. Well, I just want to know why these judges are letting all these criminals out on all these felony bonds over and over and over again. And people are getting killed. Okay. Before I ask Juanita to answer, I want to ask you. Did were you listening to the show earlier on or did you just kind of come on now? I just now tuned in. All right, okay. great. I'm so glad because Juanita can explain. So, RJ, what we talked about earlier and where the misnomer is, this our law specifically requires everyone everyone in the state of Texas is entitled to a bond. Very few circumstances can a judge have someone at no bond. And one of the ones is capital murder. They can hold them at no bond, but there's still a requirement that must have a hearing. So what you're getting is that they're letting them all out on their free will. They're not. What is happening is our law says that they must give them a bond. So People are getting bonds. Things and circumstances have changed. It's a really complicated situation that now people can financially make the bonds that 10 years ago they couldn't make. I've been doing this 24 years. And it used to be if someone had a fifty or $100,000 bond that they couldn't even financially make the money or come up with the money to make the bond. But we've had bonding companies. Now the restrictions or the requirements for money has drastically changed. So people are able to make the bonds now because bonding companies are no longer requiring collateral. They're no longer requiring four and five people to co-sign because it used to be back in the day, someone sat in jail on a $30,000 bond because they didn't have any collateral. They no longer require collateral. They now have uh, bonding companies, bonding loans. Your mama and dad now can go get a loan and cover your bond. That didn't happen 10 years ago. So these things and these circumstances don't have anything to do with the judges. It has to do with the way the law is written, 
Because for the first time, like, I think there's another candidate that ends up saying the problem was people didn't realize until the lawsuit. And RJ, what you didn't hear is people don't understand. Harris County bail bond system in 2019 was declared unconstitutional by a federal judge. A federal judge ruled that judges prior to 2018 were not following the law. So what's happening is judges are following the law. And now the other side is saying they're letting them all out. No, the judges are following our law that says everyone gets a bail bond. And there are certain strict requirements that the district attorney must present and do to hold someone at no bond. They're very, very minimal. So they're just following the law. I'm not saying that it's a bad situation, but it's not the judge's fault. And let me point out, it's a very, the percentage of people that are getting out on bond and committing new offenses, the percentage has not changed much considering the population explosion we've right. had. So this whole idea that our, our crime is high, our crime, crime is high, the entire country. But we as Houston have a very unique situation because we had during COVID a population explosion. Right. So that makes crime go up. But what everybody's not reporting is that since 2018, by following the law the way it's supposed to be done, crime is down now. Now, we'll point out that I love that. I've been doing my research. They're saying as much as we're down by 10, 12 percent now. And even Crime Stoppers has to admit, Crime Stoppers put out their statistics mm -hmm. uh, in the last few weeks and because they were the ones arguing that crime is so bad. So they are now admitting if you go to their website, uh, okay, yeah, they're, but they're not saying it's really down. They're saying, oh, we're at a plateau now. Right. Of course, that's what they say. But did, did you understand that, RJ? Yeah, I'm not buying it. Okay, you don't have to. Buy, you don't have to buy it, RJ. You don't have to buy it. Let me RJ. tell you, RJ. I'm in the courts every day, and I know the law. But you know what else, RJ? I, I tell you what, because I, I, right now we have a derelict media. We have a media that lies to you, and when they lie to you, as as I said, there's KPFT to tell the truth. Yeah. The the we have a Democrat media. Say that again. Right. We have a Democrat-run media. No, 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 no. Actually, that's not true. If you take a look <laughs> at who owns Channel 11, Channel 13, and Channel 2, and Fox News, it is all run by the same conglomerates. When I, I don't mean the same company per se, but it's actually conservative companies that own all our stations. So oh, it, that is on, not Oh, come on. No, I'm not, it's not a question, so, so you can look it up yourself. I, you don't have to take my word for it. You can simply look it up. I mean, you can, I can honestly RJ, look it do up. do your research. What I tell everyone I is just Google and do your research. RJ, if you're sitting in front of a computer right now, you can Google in, is crime down in Houston? And there will oh, be God, article God. after that, article that telling you that it is. But Watch you're not going to believe it. Go ahead, uh, RJ. What else do you want to say? That is so false and fake. I mean, come on. You guys got your head in the sand. Let me ask you this, RJ. RJ, and, and I'm going to, the, uh, to Corey next, but the, the reason I like to get callers like you in is you are steadfast in the belief of what you've heard on TV, correct? No. No, I don't watch TV. Uh, where have you I seen crime, sir? Minutes, I turn it off. Where have you seen crime? I see it all over the place. No, I'm saying, have you yeah. seen crime Driving yourself? Right Houston is a humongous place. Where have you seen crime, let's say, in your neighborhood? 
in the hood right now. I see all these murders. I see cops. I see catalytic converters getting stolen. Right. I see a flat out the door turned out the door the very next day. Hundred dollars fine. Come on. And what causes God, that, sir? What? What causes this increase in crime? What do you think caused this increase in crime that we're seeing? That we saw. It's it's on the way down, but revolving what? door, revolving door. Okay, and now if if we're telling you that, uh, what gives the judges the right to release people who come into their offices? Uh, the the judges have a say so in it, and and the, like the lady said, the law's on the bond. But hey, you guys have had your chance for two years. The last four years. No, no, but what what I'm saying, what I'm saying, uh, what I'm asking you, RJ, is the laws are written in. I know (laughs) the laws are written in Austin, right? That these judges have to follow. Do you agree with that? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. If the laws are written in Austin that these judges have to follow, these judges got sued for not following the law previous to 2018. In 2018, they started to follow the law. My question again to you, RJ, is. Who should be responsible then? Shouldn't that, that go to Austin? Yes. Okay, so and who controls Austin, RJ? The, the Texas legislature. And who runs the Texas legislature, uh, sir, RJ? Uh, the legislators, I mean, come and on. right. And you know, and you know who if Dan You're Patrick the leads the legislature the, the, in the Texas. Huh? What's that? You're going off into the weeds. No, this is not the weeds. We, 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 this is what happens. That nobody wants uh, the audience to think critically anymore. Okay. And right. one of the issues that we do at Politics Done Right is we, re- we have enough respect for you to ensure that you will start thinking critically. They want to come on TV and tell you crime rate is up and they want you to have a gut reaction. And that gut reaction is what's going to cause you to vote the way they want you to do. You come to a politics done right, a KPFT, what we're going to do is say, RJ, I don't want you to believe what I'm saying. I don't I believe believe Juanita, but you don't even have to believe Juanita. You can actually, we are, we're telling you, please, do your research and you'll see where the genesis of the problem really lies. I appreciate you calling, RJ. Uh, you keep listening well, to Politics Done you Right. You'll always have a voice here, all right? There's a good chance thank, for it. Thank so. you, RJ. You have a great day, sir. Thank you. All right, let's go to Corey. Uh, Corey, come on in. Oh, we're going to get the phone working right now with Corey. Corey coming in on number two. Uh, sorry for that, guys, for hearing that little beep, beep. And and by the way, we lost the caller. You guys can call back. Come on in, Corey. Hey, uh, hello. Thank you for having me on. Uh, this is uh, Corey Sapoli. I'm a civil district court judge. Hey, Corey. Uh, Juanita. Hey, Juanita. How you been? I'm great. Thanks, Corey. Well, I'll tell you, uh, Juanita's absolutely right. I, I had the privilege of uh, having cases against her nearly 20 years ago when I was a prosecutor. <laughs> and I know she's done a great job with uh with uh, both on the defense and the prosecution but but one of the things that i wanted to talk about and and you you hit it on the head when you said when uh you and then that caller rj called in and said uh, you know what's going on why are we letting all these people out well uh it's it's the messaging from the other side is working uh and i know your your listeners are, are in tune to this 
but the messaging is working. And the issue is uh, that regardless of who's on the bench, based on the lawsuit and the change of the law in Texas, that whoever's on the bench after this next cycle will have to follow the same law. Uh, and uh, the appellate courts are going to make them. Uh, so regardless of who's on the bench, the law regarding bonds will be uh, should be followed. We've had changes, as Juanita pointed out, uh, the uh, bonding industry taking as little as 1%, whereas used to, at the minimum, used to be 10%. So things have changed. Uh, but the, the it underlines the goal of the other side, and that is to have something to stir up their base, get their folks to march to the polls, and to kind of dissuade folks that, that elected us in 2018 uh, and got us on the bench. We, uh, I'm a civil judge. I still can't talk about particular cases, uh, but I will say that uh, one of the things that, that kind of underlies the, the, the lack of credibility in the argument uh, that the other side's making about all judges need to go is they stand there and they say, crime is bad, get rid of all judges, where, and that completely ignores the fact that we have uh, uh, courts in, in Harris County that are specialized. We have criminal courts, civil courts, and probate courts. And the fact that they're marching everybody to the polls to vote all Democrats out based on crime shows the lack of credibility in the, in the well, underlying argument. Corey, right. I want to I butt in here because I, I want to reiterate this message for those people who are just going into the conversation. And and I, I, I recently met Juanita and I have to concur. I've learned a whole lot in the limited amount of time that we've uh, spent speaking so far. Very important message. Here is the thing, uh, Corey. You said there, there, uh, the mess, their message is starting to get out. My thing is that's the reason we're doing this show. That's the reason I hope you called in as well, because there is still time for, uh, for folks in Harris County to understand the truth and not only understand the truth, but put if you want to blame somebody for the isolated incidents that occur, understand that the laws are written in Austin, Texas, and stop trying to dis- stop trying to put the blame where it does not belong. And that goes from our district attorney to uh, one of our uh, Democratic state senators who came out and, and tried to appease the right side with some of the messaging that they have. I'm going directly to you guys and telling you, stop it, because we are actually going to be taking this on very seriously before the election, during the election, and after the election. Uh, thank you, Corey, for calling in. And uh, do you have a, a short message that you want to say before I have to go to the other caller? Yes, absolutely. One last thing that you're absolutely right. You know, people are entitled based on the law constitutionally to bonds. Uh, they're not entitled to parole. And look what the uh, governor is doing when he paroles out people that are convicted. And, and their recidivism rate is going up. And finally, law enforcement, if they're concerned about uh, people on bond, then they can reallocate resources to fo- follow dangerous uh, offenders that have constitutional right to bond. But listen, Juanita, thank you for being up there. Appreciate it very much. Thank you for taking the call. Good luck, everybody. We'll thank you, Corey. The- thank you, Corey. All right, let's go to Jan. Uh, I think that's Ian. Let's go to Ian. Come on in, Ian. You're on. Hello. Yes, you're on. Oh, uh, yes. Hello. So I have a uh, Volkswagen repair shop in mm-hmm. Oak Forest. Yes. And last November, I got a guy in a blonde wig on camera prying my front door open at about five thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, my alarm went off. Um, I was uh, able to get there, um, but there was damage to my front door. The front door had to be replaced. Um, I have caught someone on camera out front of my shop, 
cutting off the catalytic converter mm-hmm. to my econo line. I um, was able to catch them in the act, uh, watching my cameras again. And um, in October, just about two weeks ago, somebody unscrewed the entire wall, mm-hmm. the backside of my shop, about 10 feet high. Mm-hmm. And my motion sensors inside went off. And um, that was at 1.30 in the morning. Um, I missed the phone call from the alarm company, but the next day I came and I saw the damage of the back of the building. Um, I've tried to, so last November when the person was prying at my door, me and some of my neighbors hired private security to be there at at night. And we tried to get the landlord to get, let me ask you this. Uh, let me ask you this, Ian, does this have anything to do with bail bonds or somebody uh, coming through or what? No, sir. I have a vintage Volkswagen repair shop. Okay. I work on Beatles, buses. Well, look, I, I am happy that you're working on that, my friend. But right now, I thought you were going to call and ask for an issue with regards to the judge that we have or the, the potential judge that we have in the studio right now. But I tell you what, you keep listening to the show and we'll talk another time, okay, on those particular issues. All right? Thank you very much. All right, let's go to Peggy. Come on in, Peggy. All right. Peggy, come on. Oh, you're on, Peggy. Uh, please turn the radio down, my friend. I just did. All right. Uh, I called to say hello. <laughs> well, let me see first. Is this Peggy Lopez? Yes, it is. Mi hermana and favorita. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Great. I, I, um, I don't have anything to say about Texas, but I have a friend who uh, got hauled away to Florida for a crime that occurred 20 years before he got hauled away. Mm-hmm. Somehow they decided that he had done the crime. Mm-hmm. And um, he had absolutely the cleanest record of anybody. He was scared to death to even speed. Um, and I don't know if he was scared to death, but he he followed all the rules for driving and he but he had met he came to California from Florida to meet uh, to work mm-hmm. and met a woman and had a family and was living here and when they hauled him back to Florida because of this crime that occurred 20 years ago they set his bail at 3 million dollars mm-hmm. because they said that he was a flight risk because he lived in California and that he had moved to California to escape the crime. Well, he moved to California 10 years after the crime. So it's hard to believe that. But wow. but he sat in jail for three and a half years because of that. Was he guilty or not guilty? Not guilty. So exactly. That's the whole point. Thank you for calling, Peggy, and pointing that out, that our law <laughs> presumes has the presumption of innocence. And it should. It was designed that way. And I do understand. And it's hard that there are times that people uh, do look mm-hmm. extremely guilty, you know, but our law says until they are convicted, every judge must consider them mm-hmm. innocent and Bonds and bails and things like that should be set accordingly. And um, Peggy gives a perfect example that in the end, it's not fair. We all talk about, um, you know, there's some horrific stories Mm -hmm. for every horrific murder or any situation where someone was out on bond and someone was killed. There are just as many or probably 100 times more 
right. terrible stories about innocent people in jail, in jail even prior to bond. Mm-hmm. Even, I mean, without bonds or not being able to make bonds. So that's why we have the reform that's going on. We're trying to figure out and fix it, but there is no easy fix. Mm-hmm. Now, that Peggy, well, by the way, Peggy is a part of our PDR posse. Um, Peggy, anything else you want to add real quickly before we go to the other call, my friend? No, I just wanted to say hello. Well, look, look thank, thank you. you. Thank you for calling in, Peggy, and I'll see you at three. Okay. <laughs> Take good care good. now. Bye. All right. Let's go to David. Come on in, David. Hey, what's up, Andrew? Perfecto. Hey, turn wanna... it down, my dear brother. Turn it go. down. Turn it, it down. It is, it is down. Now. All right. Talk hey, to me. I, wanna, I want to congratulate you on your wonderful guest. Uh, you know, I'll have to put it this way. If you're poor, you don't deserve a presumption of innocence. <laughs> only, only billionaires deserve that. But uh, what I really wanted to point out was, you know, you're talking about the misrepresentation of some of these political commercials. There was another one I was watching. This guy says that, well, I, my son was murdered, and I sent a letter to County Judge Hidalgo, uh, and to see, oh, maybe God. to see, and he says, well, he did, he did nothing about it. And I'm looking at that. I'm saying, what the, what did you, duh, you don't get it. What country did she? She has no. What? She is not a judicial That's judge. That, David, I'm glad that you say that because we. I do think, I want to say, we need to just change that name. I think we so t- too. Yeah. Because uh, Lena Hildago is, is not a judge. She does not control the criminal courts. She has no yeah. jurisdiction on anything like that. And there are a lot of ads that are blaming her for the crime. That it, it, It's got to be horrible for her because mm-hmm. in the end, she doesn't control that. You know, I, I know it's a... Go ahead, David. I know it's a district. I know it's a district court that handles felony convictions. Right. District courts are state courts. Right. And those are the ones that dispose of felony crimes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Not a county. Not a county judge who That's is right. really administrative only. But the, the problem is this: Republicans know this, but they don't care because number one, they want to. They they all go stoop to any level to try to get their people elected. If they have to lie, so be it. The end justifies the, their end justifies their means. And furthermore, they do everything they can to indemnify themselves or exempt themselves from the consequences of their actions. They don't they they have a philosophy and it goes something like this, especially with these Christian nationalists. No longer bring religion in, but this is a fact. They say I'm not subject to man's law. I'm only subject to God's law. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, let, let me tell you something, David. I want to segue on, hold, hold a second, but I want to point out something because it just hit me, something that Juanita uh, mentioned earlier, where she said that uh, bond companies are not even necessarily requiring that 10% requirement anymore. It drops to 5%. So what Juanita just told me is that the bond the bond industry is a money making industry as well? Absolutely. And by and and by inference, what she's also saying is she could set a bond of a million dollars, and all the bonds guy has to do is say, "Okay, I'm going to drop the requirements instead of ten percent to point five percent." Suddenly, you can afford to pay pay the bonds guy the money that he needs, and if he's in cahoots with the government that says he has unlimited credit. He doesn't even have to come up with the million dollars. The judge is just yeah. twisting her, their, her fingers because Don't. the collusion between the bond companies and the state. And I know you won't say that, judge. I know you won't say that, but I can say that given who well, I am. I do say follow the money. Let's right. just be honest. Let's follow the money. So part Citizens of what United? I talked about 
in my video. Um, and if anybody wants to look at it on TikTok, it's under my name is the original sister-in-law is what my TikTok name is. I remember you yeah. on that show. Right. Yeah. Right. Go ahead. So um, the issue is follow the money. When uh, our misdemeanor bond system was declared illegal, mm-hmm. um, bonding companies that used to make a whole lot of money on these $150, $250 bonds no longer had them. So you had bonding companies that could could write, mm-hmm. you know, uh, 20 to 30 $300 bonds a day, and they lost that money. So when they started losing that money, they started uh, loosening the requirements right. for the felony bonds for people because they needed to make up the the, the cost difference. Mm-hmm. And so then let's attack. And the money behind all of this, a lot of it, is bonding companies because in the end they've lost this industry that makes their money off of crime and i'm gonna get in there and i'm gonna put my foot in this and crime stoppers is behind a lot of this as well crime stoppers made their money and they are grant funded on these these uh donations and these things that that they're not getting crime stoppers money and the amount from when we're no longer making these bonds and people are no longer the, their amount has gone down. Because so they've the teamed companies. up. Yeah. So they're teaming up and, and adding to this rhetoric about this fear of crime. I'm not telling you that crime did not go up in 2019 and 2020. It did. It went up in the entire country. Right. We had people that couldn't work. We had people locked in. We had people weren't getting their mental health treatment. We had people that became addicted even more. We had a a perfect storm, but it doesn't make it the fault of one particular group of judges that had just gotten on the bench. And that is important to come out, dear Juanita. The reason why we and 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 David, we have to get this message out right. First of all, the the, the narrative is that somehow you put in a whole lot of democratic judges and 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 yeah. crime goes haywire. And you know, for too long. And again, a lot of the judges stayed quiet. Well, all of the judges stayed quiet, as Juanita points out, because, again, they simply have to be careful of what they say sitting on the bench. But but people like Juanita, while running, she can speak about the issues. But here's the deal. Let's be frank. I played this. I, I wrote a blog of, uh, about this last night. Uh, if you really were if you're really worried about crime. Understand where crime have creeped up a bunch. When, as, as we, violent crime I'm talking about, as we unleashed guns onto the people. Absolutely. As we went ahead in, uh, when, when your Republican Congress, your Republican legislature said we could throw guns at anybody who wanted guns. People started popping caps into others because they were they were blocking their way. Crime went up because of the legislature and who controlled that again? And let's show that it's not some sort of an accident, okay? If you take a look at hold on a second, David. Hold on a second, David. I'll come to you in a second. But if you take a look, if you take a look at all the states controlled by Republicans right now. This is not conjecture. And for my good friends that are Republicans listening in right now, there is a 40% difference. In other words, the violent crime rate is 40% higher in states controlled by Republicans. There's no argument about it. You can look it up yourself. And for those who like to say, okay, it's higher in these states, but it is in blue cities. 
Oklahoma City, controlled by a Republican mayor. Uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, controlled by a Republican mayor. The whole state of Oklahoma, controlled by a Republican governor. That state's crime rate, murder rate, is higher, twice as high as New York, and 50% higher than California. Those are just the numbers. I know a lot of people don't like to hear facts. That's fine. Let me just tell you, if you want to increase your probability of getting killed, move to a red state. Right. Continue. On. I agree. The other issue that we need to address, too, is this crime, uh, the increase in crime. If you do your research, the, 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 the years that we in Houston had higher crime, we've had higher crime right. in Houston than now. We had higher crime in the, in 90s. Two, two, in the 90s yes. and 2006, 2007 mm-hmm. after Hurricane Katrina, right. which we all know, all Republican judges, we, we were a Republican city, we were a Republican state. We even had higher crime in 2014. So if you do your research of when... We had our worst crime times. They were all when we had Republican judges and Republican-controlled um, legislature. And there and is actually a, state. there is an actual re- and, and this is not by accident. Uh, David, did you have something quick to say before I let you go? Yeah, I just want to bring up one more thing, and I'm yes. not sure you might have heard about this. It's not a it's not a local. It's this thing happened on January the sixth, the insurrection, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I heard I heard the. Uh, now, this goes right back to the issue of standing. Yes. Uh, I think it was Steve Scalise, the, the, the Congress critter from yes. Louisiana, mm-hmm. blamed Nancy Pelosi for for preventing the National Guard to uh, appear at the Capitol during the, during a riot. Mm-hmm. Well, I've I, I heard I heard it uh, from a, these uh, two Republican women I know. I, I'm acquainted with. They said that same thing, and I told them. But Nancy Pelosi has no, she has no authority to control the National Guard. That's a, that's a David, function of, of state. Thank you. I'm going to address that as soon as I get you off the line. I appreciate your call, my brother. You keep on calling, keep on listening, and folks, all of you that are listening, remember to tell everybody we are on live again. So give folks and let everybody know that. KPFT is back on live. We are we, we have a new studio. Or we're building it up still, but we're on live. Look, let's let's be clear here, folks. And this is this is extremely important. Juanita just said when this county was under Republican control that crime was higher and a lot of other things were higher, and there is a reason for that. Uh, and that is if you don't if you don't believe in government, if you think government is bad. If you think all these things about government, how can you be good at it? You're already (laughs) saying it's bad. How can you be good at it? You know what? There are some people who believe in government. I had the county clerk in this studio last week. Mm -hmm. This county clerk told you all these great things that she did to make this this county works better. We have Juanita Jackson in the house. Juanita is talking about how much better we want to make those courts work. Well. Not just how much better we want to, how much better they are working. And they are working. We have the uh, the best court clearance. When, when we say case clearance rate, meaning cases are getting resolved, right? Twenty eight percent higher than they were, and more 
in 20 than prior to 2018. Mm-hmm. That means that it's working faster, right. that people cases are getting through the system. Used to be you've heard these horror stories of someone sitting in jail two, three years, five years. I remember I've, mm-hmm. I've, I remember how bad it was. Um I just telling you as a as a practitioner, right? You twenty four years by the court, and I can sit there and tell you that we no longer have mentally ill people sitting in jail languishing. We no longer have people that have drug that have drug issues. They're getting the help that they need, and they are saving. Uh, I think the new bail reform. I think the numbers are that they have saved Harris County thirty three million dollars mm-hmm. by getting people help. Versus sitting them in, in jail. jail. Right. Okay. Um, and ultimately, it's made our recidivism rate for misdemeanors decrease dr- dr- dramatically as well. So I'm not sitting there and I've never, and I'm, this is about my fourth time saying that we don't have a crime issue. Every major city in this country has a crime issue. Uh, I'm gonna, let me just corollary to that. Every area, rural, last night I was looking right. at some data. Even rural areas. Rural areas are up in crime uh, over, at the peak 25%, urban areas 30%. So that's pretty damn close. Right. Right. Pretty damn close. Um, but anyway, folks, we're we're getting close to the uh, it's close to the end. We only have about three more minutes or so to go. I want to tell you guys, uh, if if you have judges right now campaigning to hold a spot and if they are lying to you right now and and politics done right is telling you categorically right now that every judge that has an ad on TV right now that is blaming judges for the crime issues, they are lying to you. And if a judge begins to lie, if a judge begins to lie before they are on the bench, you can only expect them to do the same when they are sitting on the bench. We got to get out of here. So I want to give uh, Juanita Jackson, who is uh, running for a district uh, for the Harris uh, County, Harris County Court number Court 10. number 10. Thank you so kindly for enlightening us. I have learned a lot in speaking to you, and I'm so glad I saw your TikTok that actually tried to explain this. So your final words, about 15 seconds. My final words is do your research. We can no longer just rely on what the media tells us because the bottom line is um, they subscribe to a whole new school now. You know, I talk about that you repeat the lie long enough. It's believed. It's believed. And that is what is happening. And that is what is scaring our citizens. Get the truth. Google, do your own research. That's all I've got to say is do the research and you'll see that we are doing the best. Juanita Jackson, thank you so kindly for having been here on Politics Done Right. My name is Egberto the Willis, this is Politics Done Right, and you guys know I hand this baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.